0: going on everyone happy friday to you all welcome to football fridays our bonus podcast uh the bonus podcast of, of Talk, which is presented by familyroadsports.com i'm your host bob i'm hanging out talking cleveland sports and on this podcast cleveland football with my older brother chris chris what's going on man
1: not much bob uh yeah it's another week another loss Bob, we're we're actually behind on our projections for the Browns. We we had them winning a game by now and uh that has not happened.
0: Yeah. We 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 over predicted, which is uh kind of shocking. But well, um crazy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know I don't know where to go from that. But uh, all right, well uh Dallas Cowboys on the schedule of Cleveland versus Dallas. Uh the Cowboys are six and one, despite no Tony Romo and despite, uh, missing, uh, De- or does Bryant for, for, uh, a few games here and there and him just not really performing Browns as we all know. Oh, and eight Chris, I mean, w- what are your general feelings on this? Uh, any, ru- any reason for optimism? No,
1: uh, they've got probably, they're going to have the rookie of the year, uh, either Dak Prescott or Ezekiel Elliott. Um, it'll be nice to see Ezekiel Elliott come back to Ohio and, uh, show off his skills in front of a defense that will probably allow him to do so very effectively um i'm not trying to get too pessimistic here but the cowboys are a machine right now uh Dak prescott is in the process of drew bled tony romo um he's played outstanding ezekiel elliott has played outstanding they had the best offensive line in football uh the browns are just struggling to find their footing uh and they're about to play uh team that looks like it's going to do some damage in the postseason uh i can't find much optimism here
0: yeah you have the cleveland browns team that um relative to uh other browns teams is a little bit better against the run but they're still not not a good team and you're going up against uh what is still regarded as uh if not the best offensive line in the all the nfl that is now blocking for the NFL's leading rusher in Ezekiel Elliott, a guy who had three straight 130-yard rushing games, came down a little bit uh, against the Eagles, but still uh, carried it for for 52 yards, um, and they were able to pull out that win. Um, Dak Prescott has looked great, but he has a, a very simple and easy job, and that's just give him the ball and let that offensive line open up big holes for Ezekiel Elliott to run through. If the Browns can stop that and make Dak Prescott uh, throw the ball to the outside, maybe they have a fighter's chance, but um, good luck uh, uh, stopping the Cowboys. Uh, Every team knows what they're going to do. It's going to pound the ball through the tackles, give it to Zeke, and uh, nobody has really been able to stop them this year, so I don't see why the Browns, uh, unless Jamie Collins is Superman, uh, I I don't see the Browns being able to do that.
1: Yeah, I mean, we're talking about the Browns and stopping the run. I mean, that's been a demon for them that's just as big as finding the quarterback. I mean, they've been awful stopping the run in their history. They're facing the best offensive line in the NFL. They're facing one of the best running backs in the NFL. If you've got Ezekiel Elliott on your fantasy team, put your bib on, because you're probably
0: gonna eat a lot of points. Which I uh which I do. So I'm I'll be a happy camper either way wow. <laughs> for this result. Um all right, well let's look at the Browns offensively. I mean, there is a decision going forward, you know Cody Kessler, Josh McCowan, uh Kessler's coming off of, uh that concussion protocol. McCowan returned against the Jets. Chris, who do you want to be starring for the Browns' long-term future? Or not long-term future, just for, for the rest of the season, sorry.
1: Look, I know Josh McCown is probably gives them a better chance to win. I, I don't think Cody Kessler is the reason the Browns are losing. I think he's looked good enough to at least give him a full year to see how much you got out of him. Now, I'm not necessarily saying Cody Kessler's the answer, but if you get a full season out of Cody Kessler, full season of development, full season of film, you can at least make an appropriate evaluation about him. You know, Josh McCown can come in at any point and be Josh McCown. He is as grizzled and seasoned of a veteran as there is in the NFL. You know, he doesn't need reps like Cody Kessler does. And, and so your 0-8, you're, you're not playing for anything except a draft pick. I mean that's just the reality of an 0 and 8 team. Even if you win out, you're not going to the playoffs. It would be great if they won out, but but it's not happening. So the the point is, um, I want to see what Cody Kessler has. So so if, if if I'm making the decision, I want to see what he's got. I want a year of development on him, and that way I can make a determination about a player who they drafted highly. You know, third round. That's that's not a pick that you just want to throw away. You want to see if he can be part of the team long term, either in a backup capacity or, or, or some sort of way. Because you, you do need a guy like Cody Kessler on your team. I mean, look at all the quarterback injuries we've had. I mean, look at the Patriots had to play three different quarterbacks for Tom Brady suspended. So you never know what's going to happen. You need to always be developing a quarterback. Uh, so, so I want to see Cody Kessler play.
0: Yeah, I do too. I, I completely agree with you. I think uh, in any other situation I would want Cody Kessler on the field but I fear that if Cody Kessler if we insert him into the starting lineup for the for the rest of the season he's not going to be able to finish the season Uh, I just think he there are too many holes on the offensive line too little consistency in the run game that uh, in terms of long-term health for Cody Kessler I'm just kind of concerned about it so I think Josh McCowan signed up for this is getting paid to do this he needs to be the guy taking these hits and taking these snaps I don't I'm not not to say that Cody Kessler shouldn't see the field shouldn't see some game time but I, I just think if he plays from now until the end of the season there's no way that he he takes every single snap just because he's going to get thrown on the ground so much uh, they need to have somebody out there protecting him, and that guy's Josh McCallum at this point.
1: Well, I mean, I agree with you there. I don't think it matters who you start this week. They're both going to see the field between now and the end of the year just with the way they've gone through quarterbacks this season. Um, to sit here and say that one guy is going to play the rest of the season without any setbacks given the way the offensive line has been played I think would be quite naive of either of us. So I agree with you 100%. Uh, it doesn't really matter who they decide right now uh I think both will get plenty of reps as the year goes on
0: yeah I, I think Kessler could benefit from from sitting a little bit you know he got his feet wet and now let McCowan play some games learn from him a little bit more let him absorb some of that damage before you throw him back out there because I'm just concerned for anybody who's the Browns quarterback right now because they, they're going through them like uh like they're just like they're pieces of paper I they they're they're just getting tossed around, and for for Kessler being a uh, a guy that you're invested in for the future, regardless of him actually being your starter next year or in the long term, uh, he he could suffer you know serious injuries if he plays every single snap, and I, I just don't want that to happen.
1: Other piece of good news if we're looking for optimism, Corey Coleman cleared to return to practice. Hopefully, he can play against the Cowboys. That would be a big boost to get the number 15 overall pick back on the field and start developing some reps as well. So, Bob, uh, it doesn't look like we are going to change our pick here. Uh, You know, going into the year, we thought maybe because we didn't know much about Dak Prescott, but, but I'm still marking this down for a loss.
0: I think they're going to 0 9. Yeah, this was a this is more I'm more confident about this being a loss than I was at the start of the season for sure. But yeah, they're they're gonna be 0 and 9. There's no way they they beat the Cowboys.
1: All right, switching gears. We talked about this on our main podcast, Bob, but but Ohio State has struggled uh over the last month. They're number six in the nation in both polls. They're getting uh number nine Nebraska, who's also number ten in the coaches poll. Uh, so a top ten matchup for the Buckeyes, and uh, one of two really big games left on their schedule before the Big Ten tournament. Um, Bob, this is clearly a must-win for Ohio State to keep their playoff hopes and their Big Ten title hopes
0: alive. Oh, for sure, a big time matchup. Um, you know, the the narrative is is in Ohio State as the the team carrying the Big Ten right now, heading for that that Michigan fi- play in game for for the playoffs, but. Nebraska. I mean, they if they win this game. They they certainly are uh, still in the mix to make that playoff. They'll they'll win their their conference or their division uh, of of the Big Ten, and they'll be uh, poised for for a Big Ten title game and and a playing game for for the the um for the playoffs. So yeah, a lot is on the line right here. Um, N- Nebraska just kind of came out of nowhere, and, and I don't know really much about them or, or what to make of them. Um, but they they've certainly played teams tough. They they have a win against Oregon. They they went into overtime against with against Wisconsin. I think uh, this could definitely be the wake up call that the Buckeyes need to get out of this slump.
1: Yeah, I mean the Big Ten is very interesting because uh, you know Wisconsin's not a shoo in for the Big Ten title game. They need Nebraska to lose, even though they have the head to head. Nebraska has a one game buffer. Um. So this is a huge game for Nebraska. If Nebraska wins, it almost clears the way for a Michigan-Nebraska play-in game for the playoff spot. Almost, I say, because Ohio State would still play Michigan. And don't sleep on Minnesota. Quietly at six and two, three and two in the conference, they get the they get uh. Wisconsin on their last game of the schedule. I'm not saying Minnesota is going to play, spoiler, but they're certainly in position to. Um, Iowa also 3-2. and two. But going back to the Buckeyes here and looking big picture, uh, this is definitely a must-win for both teams. Um, we talked about it on our main podcast, Bob. You know, the passing attack. Noah Brown had a great game against Oklahoma. The passing attack looked so good on the road in Oklahoma. And, uh, you know, it's kind of faded since then. Uh, I want to see JT Barrett step up more as a passer and the Buckeyes challenge the Cornhuskers downfield.
0: Yeah, for sure. I I think that that is a a definite need. Um, Nebraska's most talented defensive player is probably Nathan Gary, Uh, the safety, so that might not... Um, that matchup it will, will, will be interesting to see and, and, and to pay attention to um, I think it's the same story for nebraska's offense. Tommy Ar- armstrong jr 12 of 31 For 153 yards and two interceptions against wisconsin, but the duke can run. He, he's got over 400 yards rushing and uh, it ha- has scored seven times on, on the ground. So Either of these mobile quarterbacks whichever can stay in the pocket and make some big plays with their arm in addition to their legs, which is a given for both of them, I think will come up on top. Um, I, I'm not counting out the Buckeyes. I think they're just a, they're a class above the Cornhuskers in terms of talent. They're at home. I, I don't see them losing this game.
1: Uh, neither do I because I think Nebraska jumped into the top 25 because of their big win versus Oregon, but that big win doesn't look as big anymore now that Oregon's kind of fallen off. So I I, I think Nebraska is certainly a, a really good team. But I think going to Ohio State, excuse me, Ohio State, playing them under the lights, I think the Buckeyes will win this game. I, I can't say convincingly because I don't think Ohio State is a team that's going to win convincingly anymore against these good teams. They've, they've struggled too much, but I do think they will ultimately win. Uh, Bob, I just want to get two quick things on this podcast before we wrap up. Uh, I was talking about Minnesota earlier. I'm not saying they're going to do anything, but they've got Nebraska and Wisconsin left on their schedule, both road games certainly could play super spoiler if they won both of those i'm not saying they will i'm just saying they could secondly circle this i'm not saying it's gonna happen but the last four times wisconsin went into northwestern they lost wisconsin is playing at northwestern this weekend offset alert baby that's all i'm saying
0: I guess it would be upset in terms of rankings and all that, but Northwestern certainly came to play against Ohio State on the road, so hosting Wisconsin, I mean, uh yeah, I think that that's uh that's probably a good betting pick right there to to pick uh Northwestern for sure.
1: I don't think I'd actually pick Northwestern. I think Wisconsin will get it done, but I'm just going to put them on my upset, upset alert. Just on alert. If that makes sense. <laughs> okay (laughs) it's kind of one of those things it's like hey i'm telling you this could happen i I know it's lame i'm hedging my bets here you know what fine i'm just gonna do it flag in the sand wisconsin's going down this weekend there we go
0: there you go yeah that's how
1: that's how you bring it none of this wishy-washy stuff anyway um (laughs) anyway thank you all for listening to football fridays we're doing this every single week even if the Browns keep losing um, and <laughs> breaking down the Browns matchups and anytime Ohio State plays a ranked team, we'll break down that matchup as well. Uh, you can check out our main podcast, Clee Talk, every week, published early in the week, usually around Tuesday or Wednesday, on iTunes. Just search Fenley Road Sports, or you can go to our website, FenleyRoadSports.com, click on the little iTunes button in the top right corner, and when you're right there, you can subscribe. It's nice and easy for you. No need to work so hard. You can also find us on Twitter or Instagram.